Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. Hello, 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 and happy Friday, everyone. This is Brad Walsh, your host of the Empowerography Podcast, and today I have no guest. (laughs) This is an odd one for me. I usually have a guest, and I haven't done this in quite a while, if I'm being honest. I believe, yes, the last time I did this, the last time I recorded a solo episode, it was episode number 70. So welcome to the 500th episode of the Empowerography Podcast. Wait a minute. Can I just repeat that? Because I really can't believe that I just said that. Pinch me. Is this even real? Welcome to the 500th episode of the Empowerography Podcast. I am truly still in shock, actually, over this. Wow, wow, wow. We actually did it. Here we are, just over three years in to the Empowerography Podcast, and 500 episodes later. This is just mind-blowing to me. I really, I want to start this episode off with a huge thanks to all of you out there who have been guests on the show, who are part of the first 500. I want to thank all the listeners and subscribers for all of your support. And I want to thank all the members of the Empowerography community because without all of you, there is no Empowerography. And I know I've said that so many times in posts, but I'm just telling the truth. I really wanted to start this episode by expressing my true and heartfelt thanks for all of you. You have no idea how much I appreciate each and every one of you. This is such an incredible accomplishment and celebration for not just me, but for all of you too. It's just as much your win and your celebration as it is mine. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I am beyond grateful, and there truly aren't enough words in the English language that can fully express or convey my gratitude for all that you have done in terms of your support, cheerleading, and lifting me up, so thank you. Now that we got that out of the way, let's jump in to the episode. What does one do to celebrate a huge milestone like this in the podcasting world? This episode's gonna be very different than my typical episodes, as you all know, because it's usually me interviewing and highlighting a guest, shining a light on them. But this time, you're gonna have to listen to me speaking in your ear for the next 45 minutes or so. I was really unsure how to do this episode, what to talk about, Etc. So in speaking with a good friend of mine, I thought I'd do a little bit of everything. Throw in the kitchen sink, do some reflection on what the impact of producing a podcast all about women has been, talk a little bit about my journey into this world and what my experience has been through this journey and whatever else comes to mind while I'm recording. Your guess is as good as mine, but I'm going to talk with no real plan, script or idea and just see what comes out. Well, I guess the most logical or best place for me to start would be at the beginning with my story. I know a lot of you out there have already heard my story, but I'm sure there are some tuning into this episode that haven't heard it yet. So for those of you who haven't heard it, I'm going to take you back to the beginning where my journey began. And I'm sure you're probably thinking, what is a man doing advocating for women's empowerment, advocating for providing a platform or a space for women to share their stories? Well, this is where that story begins. I'll take you back to when I was a 10-year-old boy, and that was my first experience or example or of being witness to a woman standing in her power and women supporting one another. At the time, of course, I had no idea that this experience would shape and create the man that's here today, but seeing my mother, Brenda Walsh, a single mom, stay-at-home mom raising two boys on her own. I mean, yes, my biological father was there in the picture. He was there, but he wasn't part of our lives, really. It was just my mom and my grandmother and, of course, my grandfather as well. But it's those two women who are the foundation of this whole thing that I'm doing, all of this work I'm doing, my life's purpose, my life's work. I have found my purpose and my mission on this planet because of those two women. They are the foundation for it. And through seeing them and what they went through in their lives 
and my mother standing in her power in her essence and deciding after 15 years of marriage to the same man, deciding to leave him because he was running around on her having an affair, that, of course, at the time I didn't realize it and understand it. But now as I look back as a grown adult male and a father myself to two girls, the incredible strength and courage my mother had to pick up her two boys and leave. We left with nothing but the clothes on our back. We moved into a one-bedroom apartment. My mom slept on a couch. My brother and I shared a bedroom. And she had to step back out into the working world after being out of work for over 10 years because she stayed home to raise us. That, when I look back at that now, the incredible strength and courage and resilience that woman had, I am so inspired by her and what she was able to accomplish and turn her life into. I mean, it's incredible to me. And of course, she didn't do it alone. She had the support of my grandmother, her mother, supporting her and guiding her and offering her moral. I'm sure she gave her financial support as well. At 10 years old, I wasn't privy to that information, of course. But seeing that has just helped create the man I am today. I was raised with such incredible values and beliefs and taught that we can accomplish anything in our lives that we want to, that we set our minds to. Having that constant reassurance, having the constant reassurance that it's okay as boys to show your emotions. It's okay to share your emotions. It's okay to cry. Not this macho bullshit that you hear now where, oh, stop acting like a little girl or stop crying like a girl or any of that stuff. We weren't taught that. We were taught just the opposite. It's okay to show your emotions and you should show your emotions. We all should learn to show our emotions. We're human beings. That's part of who we are. That's part of life as humans. We are emotive beings. We're humans. We go through emotions and that's okay. So I was taught all of these things by my mother, my grandmother. They were incredibly nurturing, which I think set me up for success as an adult growing into my adult years. And I am so incredibly grateful and thankful to those two women. They created the man I am today. They helped shape me and mold me into the person I am today. You see, I wouldn't be the Brad Walsh I am today that you all see and know. And I owe those women, those two women, an incredibly huge debt that could ever, never, ever be repaid for all that they did for me, for all that they showed me and taught me growing up. I could never repay that debt. Those two women, they are my heart, they are my soul, and they are the foundation of who you see before you today. And I am just, I cannot, I really cannot fully express my gratitude enough for what those two women did for me through all my life, even into my adult years, the support I had. My grandmother has now passed on. She passed away in 2020. And that was a huge, huge loss for me because that woman was like a second mother to me. Her and I had a bond that escaped description and words. That woman was everything to me. I still have my mother, thankfully. I'm very grateful that she's still here with me. And I still have her support. She's still a champion for who I am and what I do. And that fills my heart. Now, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit in the story and share a little bit about my adult years and how I ended up here as the host of the Empowerography podcast. I've given you the foundation of where that started, but I'd like to share a little bit more with you, more in depth of how I got to where I am today. And that started through my work as a photographer. I've had photography in my life forever. I started shooting back in high school. Photography is my first love, my first passion. And that magic of creating imagery I learned how to shoot on black and white film. I got to see magic unfold before my very eyes by running photography paper through the chemical baths and all of that incredible stuff, the smells of the darkroom. And these things all help shape who I am today. I am so grateful for all of the experiences I've had along the way. And photography has always been synonymous with Brad. And I just, I love it. It is my, like I said, it's my first love, my first passion. And I started out, it's funny enough, not wanting to photograph people. I had no interest whatsoever in photographing people. I liked to photograph architecture and landscapes and things like that. And I would create and 
exhibit and sell my art at art shows around Toronto. And I think one of the best things or one of my favorite things about that, about creating art, was the joy I saw that others got from the work that I was creating. When I would sell and exhibit my art at art shows, the best part for me was standing in my booth, having people come by and look at the art and analyze the images that I created and hearing the stories that they got out of the images that I created. That set my soul on fire. I loved that. I loved hearing people's thoughts, the stories that they would create by viewing the images. To be able to create something and have that something that that you create evoke an emotion in another person is such an incredible feeling. It's beautiful. It's indescribable. And that's part of what set my soul on fire with photography. I loved it. I eventually continued on with my work. I ended up working as an audiovisual technician. I went to college for a two-year program to learn about audiovisual techniques. It was the only thing that interested me. Recording, like audio recording, video production, audio production, photography was part of my college degree that I gained, that I learned. And that two years was two of the funnest years of my life, going to school and playing with all those toys, all the technology. It just, it lit me up. I eventually got a job when I got out of school at an audiovisual company where we traveled around North America, setting up video walls for shows and all of these things. And it just, again, it further shaped who I was. I had my camera with me all the time and I loved taking pictures when we traveled and all of these things helped build and create and and shape who I am today. I then fell into a career at an accounting firm as an audiovisual technician. And again, I got to play with all the toys and video production and audio production. And again, my photography was brought up and brought into my skill set at the accounting firm. About three years into my journey, my corporate journey, I was tasked with the responsibility of doing the corporate headshots. And that's where I fell in love with photographing people. I loved having that one-on-one time and that connection with people. I could learn a bit about who they are and connect with them as they sat for their portrait. And I got to photograph these people and connect with them on a different level on a more personal level. And that's where my introduction to photographing people came in. And then about three or four years following that, I was introduced through a mutual friend to a boudoir photographer. And then my whole world, my whole life changed being introduced to that genre of photography, women's empowerment photography, if you want to call it that. I ended up getting connected with a woman who was a boudoir photographer. She was based in Florida and I fell in love with her work and the message and the mission behind that genre of photography with what you can help women accomplish in terms of body acceptance, self-love, self-confidence, and all of those beautiful things. It just set my soul on fire. I found my new passion. Although it was tied in with photography, this was something completely different than what I was used to. And I just loved being able to do this kind of work to show women themselves in a light that they normally don't get to see themselves in, showing them their true beauty, being behind the lens and giving that confidence through creating the images that we created together was just magic. It was beautiful. It was unbelievable. And that is where my journey, I would have to say, really began into women's empowerment was through that genre of photography. Being able to give the gift of confidence, of showing women who they truly are, showing them their true essence, to see that, to be part of that, to be able to give that gift was something incredible. It's indescribable that I was able to do that for another human being, to provide that experience. You know, I always told my clients, tell my clients that the images are just a byproduct it's really about the experience. That's what a boudoir session is. That's what a, an empowerment photography session is all about, is the experience. The images are just a byproduct. It's about showing you who you truly are through my eye, through my lens. And to see that, to see that transformation in, a, in another human being is probably one of the greatest gifts that I could ever get as a photographer to know that I have impacted someone's life in that way and shown them who they truly are, shown them their true beauty. I often compared that to 
watching a caterpillar transform into a butterfly, to see that confidence come out in a person as we're photographing, as we're going through the session, to see that confidence, to see the back straighten up and to see those wings, so to speak, sprout from that woman because she's stepped into who she truly is. She stepped into who her who she truly is in terms of confidence and all of those things. She's seen the images that we're creating and to witness that is one of the most incredible things to witness. And I am so grateful and honored to have been able to photograph many, many women through these sessions and show them who they truly are. That is a gift. And it, it has just been incredible for me as a photographer to provide that gift to show women their true essence, to help them step into that confidence. It was always there. I'm not saying that I made them confident, but I think as a photographer, helping them bring that confidence out that's already within them, that is a beautiful gift. And I was party to that. I was part of that for many, many women. Helping them step into their confidence has just been incredible. And so in 2019, I started to feel like this is amazing. I love this. This is my first love, my first passion. I get to do this work. I get to help show women who they truly are. I get to witness transformation. That is an incredible gift, but it started to feel like enough. I wasn't people. I want more of an impact. I wanted to reach more people. And so I started thinking, why don't I take what I'm doing with a photography and turn that into or transplant that into a podcast where I could focus the podcast solely on women. At the time, and even now, I don't know of many, if there are any men out there who host a platform that is solely dedicated to highlighting and showcasing women and their stories and helping to amplify their voices and elevate them through sharing their stories. I thought, this is perfect. I could carve out my own little niche in the world of podcasting. So I started. I reached out to seven or eight friends of mine, women I knew that were photographers and makeup artists who worked in my industry. And I explained to them what my idea was, what I wanted to do with this podcast platform and asked them if they would help me get it off the ground by letting me interview them. They thankfully all agreed. So I started my journey into the world of podcasting and into being a women's empowerment advocate or elevating women through sharing their stories and amplifying their voices by starting with my eight friends. I did the interviews, I created the content and at the time, I was in my second year full-time of the photography business, and the business started to pick up traction. I was getting more inquiries and more bookings, and I thought, well, I left my corporate job of 12 and a half years for a reason. I've got to shift all of my energy and my focus back to the business because that's why I left corporate. So I shelved the podcast idea, focused on the photography business, and we then, of course, fast forward to March of 2020, and well, we all know how that played out around the world that basically rendered my business inoperable. I couldn't obviously be booking and shooting photo sessions. So I thought, you know what? I am going to, instead of getting sucked into and dealing with all the negativity that was going on in the world around the current situation of the pandemic and all of that, I thought, I'm going to actually flip the narrative here. I'm going to take advantage of this gift of time that we've all been given and shift the focus back to the podcast. I can reignite the podcast and create something beautiful out of a horrible situation that we're going through. Turn my pain or turn the world's pain into purpose and bring some good into the world. Bring something positive into the world. Use the time that we've been given. So I thought I'm going to start reaching out to women on Instagram. And I started sending DMs on Instagram, explaining a bit about my idea behind the platform, behind Empowerography, what I wanted to do with it. And let me tell you, the response was just incredible. Women were so happy to hear that a man had created a platform such as this to help elevate women and amplify their voices through sharing their stories, that it turned into this beautiful and incredible thing where the women I was interviewing were saying to me, Brad, I've got a friend, should be a great fit. Brad, I got someone, should be a good guest for your podcast, so on and so on and so on to where it grew into this beautiful community that we now have called the Empowerography Community. And I can honestly tell you with every fiber of my being, every bit of my heart and soul, this 
Empowerography podcast is my purpose. It is my mission on this planet to help elevate women and amplify their voices through sharing their stories. Nothing in the world, nothing, no work that I've ever done in my life has ever, ever set my soul on fire like this work that I do with the podcast. It is such an honor and a pleasure to be able to sit down and have these conversations with women and share in their journeys, share in their stories. It has been such an incredible journey. We're over three years in now, and it has been amazing. Honestly, the best part of all of it, hands down, in the last three years and a bit, is the relationships that have been fostered, built, and grown as a result of the Empowerography podcast platform. I have met some of the most incredible, inspirational, and beautiful souls I've ever met in my entire life. It has been such a pleasure meeting and connecting with all of these incredible women who have a story to share, who have a story to tell. And I don't care who you are out there. I don't care what you say. Every single person on this planet has a story to share and tell. And your story matters. Your story is important. Your story will resonate and impact someone's life. That I can promise you. That is one thing I've learned over the past three years is that we all have a story to share. And I know there's all the conditioning out there. Yo, who am I to tell the story? Who wants to hear my story? What story do I have to tell? All of these things, none of that matters. You do have a story and you need to share it and tell it. And if it so happens to be me that gets to help facilitate sharing your story, to help amplify your voice, then so be it. I would love to be part of that. I would love to be part of your story. And it's funny because I often compare when I'm speaking about my job as a podcast host. And one of the things I've learned, one of the things I've come to know is that, and I use this analogy quite often when I'm talking about the podcast, is I feel like I am in the passenger seat of the car. The woman who I'm interviewing is the driver of that car and she is bringing me along for the ride, for the journey by telling her story. And what an honor that is for me to be able to sit in that passenger seat, to be a passenger in that journey of each of these women's stories. It is absolutely incredible. That honor is not lost on me. That honor is so huge to me. I cannot express in words, how incredible that makes me feel to be able to get invited into that space, to share in that journey, to share in that story with each of the women that I get the honor and the opportunity to sit down and share in their stories. It is absolutely incredible to me. And I love every single minute of that. It is not lost on me. I know what a great honor that is. And it feels incredible to be invited into that space. So I want to say thank you to all of the women who have been guests on the show up to this point and invited me into your car to be a passenger and share in that story and share in that journey. It has been absolutely incredible. And I've heard some absolutely incredibly heartbreaking, incredibly inspirational, incredibly horrific stories. But one thing is common among all of those stories and all of these women is that they've come through the other side. They've overcome the adversity and are better for it. They have learned from it. They have grown from it. And that speaks to each of these women, incredible resilience. I take inspiration. Honestly, I pull inspiration from every single one of these women's stories who I've had the honor and the pleasure of being part of. That's 499 stories that I have helped get out into the world. And it is incredible. And I'm looking towards the next 500. And it has been such an incredible journey. I am so grateful for that honor and that pleasure of being able to sit down with each of these women and share in those journeys. Now, of course, I know that a lot of you like I mentioned that before I started into my story that a lot of you already knew and heard my story, but I felt it was important to share that because it gives context as to how I ended up here, how I ended up doing this work, how I ended up finding my purpose and my mission on this planet. I want to share with you now some of the lessons and how I have benefited from these experience or this experience of hosting and producing a podcast, how it's impacted my life, how it's changed my life, because this 
venture, this journey into podcasting, into becoming a host of a podcast platform that elevates and amplifies women voice, women's voices, how I become a women's empowerment advocate has definitely changed my life. I am not the same person I was three years ago, believe me. And of course, we all hope that as time goes by, we continue to grow and expand as people. But having the opportunity to host a podcast like Empowerography, I think has just beyond measure helped me grow into who I am and continuing to grow into the man that I am and continuing to grow into a better man. As I continue on this journey of hosting this podcast, it has been absolutely incredible. I have stepped more into my spirituality. I found my purpose. I found my mission on this planet. I, Like I said, I have met incredible people. I have met inspiring people. And I believe, honestly, that the relationships and the friendships that have been built as a result of this platform are the foundation. They have helped me grow because of the people that I've met have helped me grow. I have so many people, so many beautiful souls standing behind me and supporting me in my work, in my mission. It's funny. I laugh sometimes when I think about it because some of the ideas I come up with to do different things around the Empowerography brand. And I have a select group of people around me that I've chosen to surround myself with that are close to me that are such huge champions and cheerleaders of the things I do around the Empowerography brand. These select people are honest with me. If they think it's something crazy and say, no way, no way, let's look at it this way. But to have that support, to have that circle around me, of trusted souls who will who do have my best interest who believe in me who believe in this platform who believe in the work that we are doing because again this is not a solo effort i wouldn't be here without all of you you all are part of this journey everyone who is part of the empowerography community everyone who's part of the platform who's been a guest who is going to be a guest who is a cheerleader who is a support system this is all of us this is all of our success this platform, what it has become. And I just want to continue to explode this mission and this movement onto the world. I truly want millions of women involved in this platform. And I know we'll get there. I know we will get there without a shadow of a doubt. It's just going to take time, dedication, and commitment, which we are on that path. We are dedicated. We are committed. It's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to expand. It's going to continue to be a beautiful thing. There are going to be more amazing opportunities that come out of this. But the relationships and the friendships are the foundation. Community is the foundation for all of this. I mean, we have the Empowerography Live conference that we do every year. We've done three of them so far. And it just continues to grow and expand. And I love it. And the relationships and the friendships are the foundation for that. And I am so grateful for the incredible people that I've met. Like I said, this has helped grow me as a person, as a human being, and as a man, this platform, doing this work. There are so many things I have been able to step out from behind the shadows. Now, albeit that is fairly new for me, I just started to do more of that this year because I've always been the person behind the shadows, hiding. I would rather stay behind and showcase the beautiful souls, the women who are part of the platform. But I've learned through conversations with multiple women, multiple friends in that select circle that I need to step out in front. I need to highlight myself a little bit. I need to step on that stage and and be highlighted for once. So I'm learning to do that. So this is another one of the lessons I've learned through this podcast and through this platform, through hosting this platform that, yes, of course, as a podcast host, my duty and my responsibility is to showcase my guest, to highlight my guest, to shine a light on my guest, shine a light on her story. Absolutely. But there comes a time when I've got to step out of out of the shadows and into the light and highlight myself so that people know who I am. People know who the creator of this platform is. And step out into that, become more visible. So that's another thing I've learned is to step into my visibility, step into my authenticity and help me step into my confidence, become a more confident man. It has helped me so much with my confidence. You see, a lot of you probably don't know this, but I wasn't always the most confident. I didn't have a lot of self-confidence and belief in myself. So this is how this podcast has helped me do that. Help me step out from behind the shadows and also express my 
vulnerability. I wasn't always one to to post publicly about my feelings, about my vulnerability, and all of those things. So this podcast, this platform, has helped me grow astronomically and in so many ways. It has been incredible. It has been a healing tool for me. I've stepped, as I mentioned, more into my spiritual side, spirituality. I wasn't a very spiritual person. Now, albeit I have to say my grandmother has a huge part in that, the loss of my grandmother has a huge part in or a huge role in me stepping into my spirituality too. But of course, through the platform, I have met so many women and that which I found is another common thread among a lot of the women that I've interviewed is these women have fully stepped into who they are spiritually. They've stepped in and embraced their spirituality. Now, of course, as a host and through all the conversations I've had, that's going to rub off on me. I'm going to pick up on that. I'm going to step more into my spirituality, which I have, and I love it. It's incredible. It's powerful. It's beautiful. And I'm learning to step more and more into my spirituality. It's necessary for me to evolve as a human being to step into that spirituality. But I've also had the support of others helping me do that. And it feels just incredible. As a result of that support and me stepping more into my spirituality, I've even gone so far as to adopt a spiritual practice of sorts. My MMJ, as I call it, my MMJ practice, movement, meditation, and journaling. And that has also had a profound effect on me. I feel it when I fall off my practice. I feel it in my body. And if I'm being honest right now, I have fallen off my practice. It's been well over a month since I've done any of it. And I know that I need to get back to it because when I do that, I feel more grounded. I feel more myself. I feel more in tune with my body. So that, again, is just another part of adopting my spirituality. And I did that as a result of the connections I've made through this podcast, the women I've had conversations with, and they've helped me along the way in my spiritual journey. This podcast has also led to so many opportunities through the people I've met. Again, the relationships are the catalyst. They're the foundation for it. I have gotten so many opportunities being the host of this platform, first of all, to meet incredible people, but also to further who I am in terms of growth, in terms of pushing me out of my comfort zone, all of these things I have learned and grown as a human being and as a man. But the opportunities that have come in this, I've been given opportunities. I wrote my first chapter in a book. I became a published author last year in April of 2022. I became a published author. Then in July of 2022, I became a published I became a publisher. I became an international best-selling publisher. And then again, in March of 2023, I became an international best-selling publisher once again. Those two those three opportunities to write my story, I never considered myself a writer, ever, ever did I consider myself a writer. Sure, I had a little blog post as a photographer that I used to write in, I, and I, I worked on that. I practiced that. I was writing, I think it was once a week, I was writing a blog post. But being able to step in and share my story, again, the whole imposter syndrome creeped in. Who am I to share the story? What story do I have? Who's going to want to listen to my story? Through the encouragement of some of the women who are part of the community, I was able to push myself through and step into that part of me that I didn't know was there within me. And that felt incredible to be part of a collective where we all shared our stories. It's incredible. And then to become a publisher to help other women share their stories in a collective book. The first book was 30 stories. The second book was 16. That's 46 women that I helped share their stories. I helped them birth their stories into the world. And to be a part of that was so incredible. Again, it's right in alignment with the podcast to be able to help facilitate women share their stories with the world is an incredible honor. And it just, it all falls into place. It's all fallen into place for me. It's like a natural progression, this whole storytelling thing from photographer to author to to podcast. Be able to share though, to be able to be a part of that journey, to be able to be part of someone's journey and sharing their stories is incredible. And I just love that I'm able to do that. It all ties into the work I'm doing and it feels amazing. So these are just a few of the things that have helped me step into that. And this 
podcast platform has been integral in that. It's been instrumental in helping me step into these things. The opportunity, more opportunities that I've had, I've gotten speaking gigs. I've been able to speak on virtual summits. These are all opportunities that have come as a result of this podcast platform of what we have built together collectively. And that is an incredible gift to be able to provide that for people to share my journey and my story I mean, I think part of our journeys as storytellers is to share that story. It's your responsibility to share that story so that others who may be going through similar struggles can learn from our stories, can learn from our struggles, from our journeys, so that maybe they don't have to go through the same thing. How incredible is that, that you're able to provide that for somebody? I was able to provide that for somebody. I undoubtedly know that at least one person out there will benefit from my story, from my journey, from what I've been through, what I've overcome, just as there will be one person out there undoubtedly that will benefit from your story, from your journey, from what you've gone through so that they don't have to go through it. These are just some of the incredible gifts that have been given to me, have been shared or have come out of this podcast platform. It is absolutely incredible. It feels amazing to me to have found my purpose and my mission on this planet and having that give back to and impact people. It's honestly, and I say this all the time, it is like winning the lottery twice. First of all, to have found my purpose, to have found my mission on this planet, which is of course the Empowerography podcast and helping to elevate women and amplify their voices and share their stories. But when those stories are shared, they impact people's lives. How incredible is that? That it's one of the most incredible things on this planet, if not the most incredible thing on the planet, to find your purpose, to find your mission, but to also have that mission and that purpose give back and impact people's lives. I mean, really, when you think about it, isn't that why we're all here is to give back, to help, to support, to cheerlead, to uplift one another. That's why we're all here on this planet. And we're all sent here with a gift or gifts, multiple gifts. And Again, I am of the belief that it is your duty and your responsibility to share that gift with the world. You are not to hold back your gift because you know what? Your gift, it is not for you. Your gift is for the world. That's what your gift is for. That's part of why you're here is to share your gift with the world so that others can benefit from it and learn from it and relish in that that's your responsibility. And my responsibility as a podcast host is to help other women, help my guests share their stories, share their gifts with the world, share their struggles with the world so that others can benefit from it. To be able to create such a safe space to help amplify women's voices, that impact it has had on me is just incredible. It, again, it has changed who I am as a human being, who I am as a man. It is such an incredible gift and I am so grateful that I have found this purpose, this mission on this planet. And I believe that everyone out there has a mission and a purpose on this planet. You just need to find it. You need to find out what it is. You need to do the digging. You need to do the work. Put in the work to find out what that gift is. Put in the work to find out what that mission is, what your purpose is on this planet. We all have one. And you owe it to yourself and to the world to find out what it is. So do that work. This podcast platform, my photography work, all of it, it's all part of my journey. It's all allowed me to step into who I truly am, to step into the man I am today, to step into the person I am, the human being I am. It's been such an incredible journey for me, truly. I am so grateful. Something else that I have to say I would think and know is a benefit for me being the host of this platform and how it has benefited me is that I am standing up as a man and showing other men how to be allies with women. We need to, as men, I think, stand up and let women know that they do have allies in us men. It is our duty and our responsibility as men to stand up shoulder to shoulder, stand beside women and let them know that they have allies in us. It's our responsibility to do that as men. Women have had to deal with the patriarchy and all the other bullshit for so long. So I think by me being the host of a platform, 
it kind of opens up that conversation for other men to know that it's okay for men to stand beside shoulder to shoulder, stand shoulder to shoulder with women. No more of this patriarchy bullshit. No more of this masculine versus feminine bullshit. We need to, as men, stand beside the women and let them know that we are here to support them. We see you, we hear you, and we stand beside you and support you in what you're doing. It's time that women have more of a voice, have a platform to share that voice. And the Empowerography platform is exactly that. That's what I envisioned it being, is this platform for women to share their stories. And as a man, being the host of that platform, I think it gives it that extra bit of, I don't even know what the word is, but you know, I know there are a lot of women out there who host podcasts to help elevate women, amplify their voices through sharing their stories. But again, as I said earlier, there's not many, if any men out there that are doing this. And so by me standing up and being that man that is helping to elevate women, created a platform to help elevate women, it gives other men permission and to see that it's okay for men to stand up beside women and to let them know that we're allies. We need to do this for the benefit of the collective. When we support women to be in their essence and their true authenticity, it helps to raise the vibration of the collective and to let women know that they are supported, to let women know that they are seen and heard. And I think that's part of our responsibility as men is to stand up and let women know that. We need to do this for the benefit of the collective. If we're going to make change in this world, we need to do this. As men, as women, as human beings, we need to unite. We need to come together. No more of this masculine versus feminine bullshit. Let's come together as human beings and work together because our voices are so much louder when they're united. We can create change that way. So let's do that. And this podcast is part of that demonstration part of that idea having interviewed over 500 women now over three years into the empowerography podcast as i mentioned earlier i pull inspiration from every single one of these episodes every single one of these interviews that i've done with each of these women they have left an indelible mark on my heart on my soul and in my mind and i would love to share some highlights or some clips some 30-second to one-minute clips with you all from some of those interviews that I will handpick out and share with you all. I hope you don't mind just to change things up a little bit, and then I will come back in and finish up the episode for you. The first clip I decided I'm going to share with you is from an interview I did quite recently with a beautiful soul, good friend of mine, Julie DeLuca Collins, and she talks about how failure is not a bad thing. One of the biggest lessons that I learned that has probably been the best lesson is failure is an option and failure is a teacher. It is not a defeat. And I spend so much time trying not to fail or hide my failures from myself and from others that I never learned the lessons that made me better. And I think that we live in a world in which we want to show the nice house. We want to show the everything, but we really have to be okay that failure is that process, part of the process, part of the entry. You want to play the game? You got to fail along the way. And if you're not going to, then you're not going to learn how to do it well. Here's another recent clip I'd like to share with you from an interview I did very recently with my good friend, Nicole Eaton, where she talks a lot about manifestation and mindset and how they're one and the same. Manifestation and mindset work are one in the same. Okay. They really are. Mindset work and, and being willing to believe new thoughts, not getting distracted and hung up on limiting beliefs. It's just about expanding your mind. And when we expand our mind and we start to tell ourselves new stories, our brain starts looking for proof in your external world and your internal world. I like to say your brain is like a Google search bar and whatever you type in, it will find. <laughs> it's really loyal. It's dedicated. So when I started to look into manifestation a little deeper, I'm like, oh, this is just opening up different neural pathways. Now, do I believe there's energy involved in that? Yes. This next clip I'm going to share with you, I dug a little bit back into the archives and it's from an interview with a very, very good friend of mine, Cocky Lee, and she talks about the importance of being who you truly and authentically are and loving yourself. I thought it was very poignant and important to share this one. 
remember who you are. Don't ever think that you need to be fixed because there is really nothing to be fixed. You are who you are because you are unique and there's only one of you in the world. Don't let others tell you who you should be. Be who you want to be. Be who you are because you know, that is the most important and it all comes down to loving yourself and knowing yourself more than anyone else knows you. This excerpt is from one way back in the archives. It was from an interview I did with a friend of mine, Vanessa Copps, and she talks about the importance of doing the self-work. For a long time, doing the self-work, I was taught to believe that it was selfish. But the reality is that if you don't have your crap together, you will never, ever be able to not just be happy, but you won't be able to make anyone else happy. And that is the ultimate like truth. You know, there are some quotes that you hear for the first time and they just hit you so hard right in the heart, in the mind, in the soul, and they drive something home they shift something in you this next one is one of those quotes it's from a much earlier episode with a good friend of mine sonia brar we are all just walking each other home and it's just it's so simple right and it's such a beautiful reminder of like this it's all impermanent it all ends Mm -hmm. we're we're all gonna end up inevitably in the same place yes yes like you know what what are we doing within that time that we have and it just simplifies it it, it's always been a quote for me that just sort of softens life this next clip is from an interview i did with a couple of sisters who run a skincare product business and i love and believe in their business their slogan all the work that they're doing all centered around self-love and i just thought that this clip resonated so much so i had to share it with you all do things daily that keep you vibrating with your authentic self because uh, it's a life wasted to try to really be anyone else. And remembering that some, what someone thinks of you is really not your problem. So don't put so much weight on people's opinions. Don't be afraid of losing people, you know, be afraid of losing yourself when trying to please everyone around you. So yeah, just be sassy, be classy and a little <laughs> badassy, you know? Wow. Let me just tell you, that was such a trip going back in that time machine back to the early days of the empowerography podcast interviews and listening to different interviews lifting pulling out different clips from different interviews and assembling them all into this little different piece of a podcast interview. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing that. And I think at some point I would love, because of this, it's inspired me. I would love to create an interview, a podcast episode based and solely put together with clips from previous interviews that I've done. Because like I said before, every single interview has resonated with me and struck me in the heart, soul, and mind and inspired me. So I think I would love to put together an entire episode of clips. Now, it was really hard for me to pick which clips I should intersperse into this episode. And again, there's no favorite ones or no favoritism leaning towards any of the interviews. They've all hit me and struck me, my heart, my soul, my mind in all different ways. Like I said, I pull inspiration from every single one of these interviews. So yeah, it was such a blast and such a trip down memory lane. I'd forgotten about some of the interviews and just, wow, what a trip that was. And so much fun going back and listening to different interviews. And I mean, I went way back into the first 50 episodes all the way up through my most recent ones. And Every single one of them is just incredible. You are all amazing and inspiring and beautiful. So I'm glad that I decided to intersperse this little different bit into this particular podcast episode, the 500th episode. It was great to do a trip down memory lane. So there you go. I hope you all enjoyed those handpicked clips. Now, there's no special preference or anything, any one clip over another Just because I interspersed these clips does not mean that they take preference over any other interview clips that I've done over the past three years. I just randomly picked interview clips to intersperse into the episode just to change it up a little bit, give you a break from listening to me. (laughs) 
<laughs> and just to change it up a little bit, I thought I'd add something a little bit different. I haven't heard episodes where podcast episodes where they have interspersed clips from other episodes. So I thought I would do that for you and uh, come back in. And I really, I just, I honestly, I can't find the words truly to fully express my gratitude and thanks to each and every one of you who have gotten on board with my crazy ideas when I have them around creating content for the platform, for everyone who has been a guest in the past, for everyone who will be a guest coming up in the future. I am so grateful for all of you, each and every single one of you for trusting in me, for letting me hold space for you. You have no idea how much that truly touches my heart and how grateful I am to each of you for being invited into that space to share on that with you. It is such a gift that I have been given and I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for that gift, for inviting me into that space and for trusting in me, for believing in me, for supporting me, for cheerleading me, for uplifting me through all this work that we are collectively doing together, through growing the Empowerography podcast platform. It is an absolute honor and pleasure to be able to do this work, to have found my purpose and my mission on this planet and have that give back to others and impact others and help change people's lives is such an incredible honor and gift that I am so grateful for. And I realize, like I said before, I know I wouldn't be here without all of you, so Thank each and every one of you for being here with me, for supporting me, for uplifting me, and for cheerleading me. All of your support, it you have no idea how much it means to me. It helps me get up in the morning to know that I get to do this work, to know that I get to give back, whether it be through a podcast interview or through connection call or through a post that I've created sharing my vulnerability, all of it. It's all part and parcel of the Empowerography platform. It's all part of my purpose and my mission and to have the support of all of you there aren't enough words to share my gratitude and thanks to each and every one of you who support me i appreciate you all much love to you all thank you for your support over the last three years and four months over the last 500 episodes including this one of course thank you for tuning in and listening to my ramblings i hope they all make sense and it wasn't too incoherent i hope it all gelled together and made sense i hope that you learned something about me from this episode as a friend told me i need to step out from behind the light, I need to step out on the stage and shine a light, have a light shown on me. So I hope that you enjoyed what I've shared with you here today in this 500th episode, this monumental celebration of 500 episodes. Again, this is your celebration too. So I hope you found the information valuable. I hope you found the stories valuable and I hope this episode resonated for you and I'm really, really looking forward to the next 500 episodes of the Empowerography podcast and I, again, I just want to say thank you because none of it is possible without all of you. So thank you for being my cheerleader, for being my support system and for getting on board with my ideas when I do put them out into the world and I just hope that we continue on this path. I hope that we continue, not sorry, let me rephrase that. We are going to continue to grow this platform and grow this community to where we do reach millions of women getting on board with and supporting the Empowerography community and being part of the Empowerography community. We are growing together. This is how we're going to change the collective. This is how we're going to raise the vibration of the collective is through platforms like this, through all of you getting on board with sharing your stories. So thank you for all that have shared your stories and thank you for all that are coming to share your stories. And again, thank you all so much from the bottom of and with all of my heart for all of your support. You're all amazing. I love you all. Happy Friday. I hope you enjoyed this episode and this time with me. Thank you for listening and happy 500th episode of the Empowerography podcast. Here's to the next 500. Thanks everyone. Love you all. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.